Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. I had to change the course of my thoughts because my thoughts were not going in the right direction. And I've heard all my life that whatever your most dominant thought is, that's the direction your life is gonna go in. So it's imperative in the forgiving process of yourself, forgiving yourself, that you change those thoughts. and I'm so glad that you could join me today. My dad has given me the honor and the privilege of getting to share with you today. We're talking from my new book, Living Unashamed. You know, I've walked through some junk in my life, most of it self-induced. I brought it on myself by bad choices, bad decisions. And when I did that, then shame came on. But this is my story of coming out of shame. And I just want to share it with you today. Last week, we talked about those things that we've dealt with that have caused us to mess up or be led by our flesh-led decisions that ultimately lead you to sin. And then when you're in sin, you live in shame. So if you didn't get to see that last week, I encourage you to go back and watch that program. But today, we want to talk about God's forgiveness. We want to talk about forgiveness because you can't ever get in your shame-free process anywhere if you don't deal with unforgiveness in your heart. First and foremost, number one, you got to go to God. And if you haven't done that already, go to Him and ask Him for forgiveness. You know, it may have been something you did 10 years ago. It may have been something you did 10 minutes ago. But I'm encouraging you to go to God. You know, it doesn't have to be this formal, drawn-out prayer. But you just go to Him and you say, Father God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all those mistakes that I did. And lead me back to you. You know, when my own children mess up, and they come to me and they say, Mom, I'm sorry, forgive me. You know what I do? I say, I forgive you. Get up, let's keep going. I don't rehash it, I don't think about it, I don't talk about it, I don't bring it up every time I see them. And that's the same with God. He won't keep bringing it up every time you come to Him. But you simply go to Him and you talk to Him about it and ask for His forgiveness from that thing that you've dealt with and struggled with. 1 John 1.9 in the Amplified says, If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, just confess them to Him, He is faithful and just, true to His own nature, and promises and will forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness, and continuously cleanse us from all unrighteousness, everything not in conformity to His will and His purposes. So it's so important that you go. When you've blown it and you've messed up and you just say, God, I messed up. Please forgive me. Psalms 103.12 says that as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As far as the east is from the west, he doesn't remember it anymore. The Passion Translation says, Farther from a sunrise to a sunset, that's how far 
He's removed your guilt from you, removed our guilt from us. When old memories in your mind want to pop up of what happened or remind you of what you did, then you say, no, God doesn't remember it, and I'm not going to remember it anymore. Isaiah 43, 25 says, I, yes, I am the one and only who completely erases your sins. Think about that. He completely erases it as if it didn't even happen. Never to be seen again. I will not remember them again. Freely I do this because of who I am. He's such a loving God that when you take that sin and you place it at his feet, and ask for his forgiveness. When you repent, and repent means to turn in the opposite direction of. So when you repent and make a decision that I'm not going in that direction, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm not gonna act like that anymore. I'm not gonna make those choices anymore. When you repent, then he says, I remember it no more. What an awesome, encouraging thought that is today, that no matter your darkest secret, your biggest sin, that when you lay it at the feet of Jesus and you ask for forgiveness, he remembers it no more. Thank you, Jesus, for that freeing thought to know that my sins have truly been forgiven. The next step in forgiveness is a big one. This was the hardest one for me, was to forgive, is to forgive yourself. You know, for me, I would mess up, and I messed up really, really bad in 2007, and everybody knew about it. And it was so shameful, it was so embarrassing. And it took me a really long time to forgive myself. There was a point in that process that I would look in the mirror and I would say, I hate you. I was so embarrassed and so shamed for what I had done. That took a really long time for me to walk through and be able to forgive myself. I wanted to hide. I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want to be in public. So I think I've gotten free from it because I'm on TV right now. But I had to forgive myself. And if you're struggling with that thing that you've dealt with, and yes, you've gone to God and you've asked him to forgive you, forgive you but you haven't truly forgiven yourself, that I pray that today is the day that you make that decision, that you forgive yourself and no more. It doesn't come up anymore in your thoughts. And when it does, you cast it down and you say, no, that's not who I am because I'm forgiven by God. I pray that happens for you today. Because normally after we've sinned, then the guilt sets in and the shame sets in. But you have to remind yourself that God's forgiven me so I choose to forgive myself today. Make that choice today that you say, I choose to forgive, your, forgive myself today. You know, one time I was going through pictures. It was a project I had here at the ministry, and I needed to find a picture for it. And I was in a good mood. Everything was fine. Life was going good. And I remember I sat down on the floor, I grabbed this big box of pictures and trying to find this one picture for a project. Well, as I'm thumbing through the pictures, I started to feel a little bit of shame coming back on me, just memories and bad choices I had made and pictures and, 
and reflections of my past. And I started to feel like this thing coming on me again of like, you're so embarrassing. You've shamed yourself and all this regret and everything. And I had to get up off that floor and remind myself that's not who I am, that God has forgiven me and I have forgiven myself. And that is not who I am anymore today. So if you're struggling with that, then again, I pray that today you make that choice to forgive yourself. We'll be right back. Watch this special offer. Could fear and insecurity be holding you back from God's best for your life? Today's special offer, the Living Unashamed Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's revealing book, You Were Created for His Glory, his three-part audio series, Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness, along with his daughter, Jerry Ann's eye-opening book, Living Unashamed. Shame and self-doubt can rob you of your peace, happiness, and purpose. You can break free from the mistakes of the past and embrace your identity in Christ. In this special package, you'll discover how to break the cycle of shame, where guilt really comes from, what forgiveness can produce, and how to receive God's hope. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Living Unashamed special package. It's time to embrace the life God has for you and leave the past behind. You can live with confidence and peace knowing God made you unique and special. We are talking about forgiveness today. Forgiveness from that thing that you've struggled with. Maybe it's a vice, an addiction, something in the dark that nobody knows about and you've struggled with it. Well, you go to God and you get forgiveness. And then the second person that you need to forgive is yourself. I want to read from my book. It says, to forgive yourself, it is imperative that you stop replaying the old scenarios of what happened and rehearsing the failures in your mind. It's just like watching a bad TV program. If you don't like it, then you don't have to keep watching it. You change it. You change the channel of your thoughts. And just like I was telling you that day I was sitting on the floor and those thoughts started coming about what a failure I am. And, you know, I've been through so many marriages and done this and done that. And all the failures started trying to come up in my mind. Well, I had to change the course of my thoughts because my thoughts were not going in the right direction. And I've heard all my life that whatever your most dominant thought is, that's the direction your life is going to go in. So it's imperative in the forgiving process of yourself, forgiving yourself, that you change those thoughts. Change your thoughts when they come up that say, I'm a failure, I'm worthless, I always make mistakes. That you change your thoughts to say, no, I'm a new creation in Christ. All things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. You change your thoughts to say, I'm forgiven. You change your thoughts to say, I'm restored. You change your thoughts to say, I'm a child of God. And you change your thoughts to say, my past does not define me any longer. So it begins right here in your thought life that you begin to renew your thoughts to the new you, not the old you, not the old way you used to do things, that you begin to change your thoughts to think like Jesus thinks about yourself. 
When you begin thinking new thoughts about yourself, then you can receive God's forgiveness and what he's done for you. You cannot show forgiveness to others if you haven't even forgiven yourself. So I'm challenging you today to forgive yourself if you haven't done it yet. Whatever the sin was, whatever the mistake was, however long ago it was or however soon it was ago, that you say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me and I forgive myself today. Which leads me to the next step here is forgiving other people. I know that's a hard one. When people have wronged you, hurt you, wounded you, and you have to forgive them despite what they've done to you. Maybe you didn't even do anything. Something was done to you. And because of that, you've walked in shame. Well, today's the day that you forgive that person. Today is the day that you release them to God and you forgive them for what they did to you. Holding on to offense doesn't hurt the person. They go, they've moved on. They're going on with their life. It only hurts you when you hold on to something like that. Unresolved grudges and resentments not dealt with can gradually, over time, turn into resentment and bitterness. They can fossilize in your heart. They can make you hard, and it gets extremely difficult to remove those offenses the longer you let them sit there inside and deal with. Have you ever seen people, they look really hard, they looked aged beyond their years, and you can see anger on them. It's because they've held on to that thing for so long. You've got to look at your heart as a garden, and whatever you're putting in there is going to come out. So you've got to be really careful that seeds and weeds of bitterness, discontentment, and offense and anger and all those things aren't planting on the garden of your heart. But you've got to be really careful to pick those weeds out. You know, now in my life when I could become offended at someone or hurt at someone, I see that as a weed on my heart. And I pick it as fast as I can because I don't want it taking root down in my heart to the point of, resentment and offense and bitterness. And I can tell you there's a good indicator that there's still something there you got to deal with if their name's mentioned. If you hear their name mentioned and you go, ugh, and you got that icky feeling down on the inside, then I can tell you, you still got something you need to deal with. Or maybe you have to be around that person and you feel like your porcupine bristles coming out because you don't want to have to deal with that person then that tells me and that should tell you that there's a good indicator right there that you still got something that you need to pull out, pull those weeds out. Allowing unforgiveness and animosity and resentment can pile up inside of you. Hebrews 12, 15 from the message says, keep a sharp eye out of bitter discontentment. So be aware of that. Again, the enemy, he's trying. He's looking for any avenue into you, into your heart, so that you're not productive, you're not increasing, that you're not living abundant life. So he's looking for any and every opportunity to cause you to be offended, 
at other people and to hold that unforgiveness down on the inside of your heart. It says, keep a sharp eye out. So again, for me, when I see something, when I feel that icky feeling, I go, oh no, I'm not gonna feel like that. And I start pulling those weeds of offense out immediately so they're not taking root. Like I said, allowing unforgiveness, it, it's like uh, you're carrying this heavy weight. It gets heavy on you. And it reminds me of my, my children when they were in school. I still have two that are in school, but my boy Dylan, when he was in high school, I remember he came home one day and, and I lit, he had this backpack and he had set it down and I lifted the backpack to move it and it was so heavy I could barely lift it. And I said, Dylan, let's sit down and let's clean this thing out because it is heavy. You don't have to carry this around every single day. I don't think you need all this stuff with you. He said, no, mom, we'll do it later. So another you know, day or two would go by and I say, Dylan, that backpack is so heavy. Let's lift it, let's clean it out and it won't be so heavy for you to lift. So this went on for some time. Well, finally Christmas break comes around and we're going into the new school year. And I said, Dylan, I am not letting you go into the new school year with that heavy, messy backpack with things left from your past, left from last year. I said, we're gonna clean this thing out. So we went through it and we cleaned and we cleaned that backpack. He had wrappers and he had old, whole, you know, homework and all kinds of stuff. And we cleaned that backpack out. He put it back on and it was so light. He said, it's so light, it's so easy to carry. And it reminds me of us. We walk around year after year carrying the big weight, the big backpack of unforgiveness in our hearts. And we're weighted down and we don't even see that it's affected our posture now, that we're weighted down by this unforgiveness. What all we've got to do is unzip that backpack, open it up, and just put it at the feet of Jesus. Every offense, every hurt, every wounded part of you, lay that at the feet of Jesus. Put your backpack on and keep going and watch how light it is when you just release, when you just forgive other people. And I'm telling you, I'm not making light of what they've done to you. I know it's serious. I know some of you walked through some hard things. People have hurt you and wounded you, but it's time to let that thing go. It's time to release it and give it to God. We do this to ourselves year after year, carrying that around, carrying the grudges from the past. When the Bible tells us in Ephesians that we're not even to go to bed angry, much less go decades angry at someone, so I encourage you today, if right now as I'm talking, there's somebody you're thinking about, somebody that comes up and you go, yeah, I haven't forgiven them, then it's time to lay that down and lay it down once and for all. Because you know, unforgiveness, it affects your mental health, your well-being. It affects your body. It affects places that you don't even realize. It's not just you holding on to something, but it affects everything about you. I heard the story, in fact, I tell it in the book, that there was the siblings, they were arguing, their parents had passed away, and they had got in an argument, I believe, over some property or, 
or something the parents had left them and they weren't speaking to each other. Well, the sister of this brother-sister, uh, they she was sick in her body and she says that she went to the best of the best healing preachers and she got in every line and she would you know, believe for her healing and was standing for her healing and nothing was happening, nothing was changing. Well, she hadn't talked to her brother in years and years and years. And every time she'd go to God and pray about this sickness in her body, she would hear, call your brother, call your brother, call your brother. Well, finally, she called him and they made up and they cried and they, you know, asked each other to forgive each other. And they walked through that and they made plans to see each other again. Well, not too long after that, she got up and she started realizing, hey, wait, I'm not feeling what I used to feel. Like those symptoms are gone in my body. And I believe it was a direct result, and she said it herself, it was a direct result of releasing that unforgiveness that she had held on to for so very long that when she finally released it, forgave her brother, asked for forgiveness for her own actions, then her body was completely whole and healed and she didn't deal with it anymore. Another story I tell in the book is one night I was watching a program and this mother had had uh, just a terrible crime, terrible crime against her child. And at the end of the story, when she was closing out, she said, I know I'm supposed to forgive. She said, but I will never forgive that person for hurting my child. And I saw the pain in that mother's eyes as she was talking, and I can't even comprehend what she went through. But when she spoke those words, I will never forgive, I thought, ouch, you don't want to be in that place because I know what God's word says about unforgiveness. Jesus himself said to us, it's in Mark eleven twenty five. He says, whenever you stand praying, if you find that you carry something heavy in your heart, like that heavy backpack, against another person, release him and forgive him so that your Father in heaven will also release you and forgive you of your sins. Oh, I need his forgiveness. Don't you today? So who are we to hold something against another person when God has forgiven us of all our sins? Again, I'm not making light of what you've walked through, but don't you think it's time today to lay that backpack down? Lay it down once and for all and not carry it with you anymore. One time I was sitting in a service and my dad was speaking and I tell it in the book, but he said, let me find it here. He said, there is something some of you are still holding on to. You have unforgiveness in your heart towards another. You need to go and make it right now with that person. Well, wouldn't you know it, the person I had issues with was sitting in the same building with me. And I had to be obedient to that word. So when we took a break, I walked right over to that person and I said, I need to ask you to forgive me. They hadn't even done anything to me really. It was just my attitude towards them. 
and I asked them to forgive me for the way I had felt about them. Well, we hugged and we forgave each other. And my dad also said at that time, he said to pray, but not walk in forgiveness and love is worthless prayers. So I knew I had to be obedient. So when I was obedient and I released that thing, I can be around that person now and they don't even bother me anymore. In fact, I love them. And the cool thing about it is that very person became a partner with my ministry. And to this day, they financially help support my ministry. Isn't God good? So when you release those things, then God says, I'm going to bless you abundantly when you're obedient to him. I want to tell you this, 1 Peter 5, 7 in the Passion. It says, pour out all your worries and stress upon him. And here's the key to it. It says, leave them there. So God can handle, I've had to see myself taking that offense, taking that thing, and leaving it at the feet of Jesus. And with God, it's so cool that you can keep taking it back till you finally get a release from it. That's what a good God he is. I want you to watch this special offer and we'll be right back. Could fear and insecurity be holding you back from God's best for your life? Today's special offer, the Living Unashamed Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's revealing book, you were created for his glory. His three-part audio series, Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness, along with his daughter, Jerry Ann's eye-opening book, Living Unashamed. Shame and self-doubt can rob you of your peace, happiness, and purpose. You can break free from the mistakes of the past and embrace your identity in Christ. In this special package, you'll discover how to break the cycle of shame, where guilt really comes from, what forgiveness can produce, and how to receive God's hope. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Living Unashamed special package. It's time to embrace the life God has for you and leave the past behind. You can live with confidence and peace knowing God made you unique and special. So today we've been talking about forgiveness, asking God for his forgiveness, forgiving yourself, and then forgiving others. So maybe there's someone today you need to reach out to. Maybe send a text or a phone call or meet up with that person and say, hey, can we talk? Now listen, you don't have to rehash the past. All you're going to say is forgive me. I want this over with and so that you can move on with your life. It's so important that you don't ignore this, but you promptly obey what you're hearing today and that you get forgiveness so that you can go on and do what you need to do without wearing that heavy backpack of unforgiveness on your back any longer. I want to talk to you about the product offer today. We are offering my book, Living Under Shamed. It's just uh, my story. I'm very real and transparent as I am with you today of what I've walked through and that Jesus and his redeeming grace and mercy and love helped me come out of that pit of shame that I was living in. So if you've been living there or you know someone that has, then I encourage you to get this book. And then dad's book, You Were Created for His Glory. It's a little mini book. You can read this in no time. And I tell you, in my 
uh, coming out of shame. This was one of the CDs that I listened to over and over. It's three CDs and it's overcoming the spirit of hopelessness because faith's gonna come, it's gonna renew your mind the way you think about this unforgiveness thing when you put the word down on the inside of you. So I encourage you to go, don't delay, go and order now at jerrysavelle.org. And I hope that you'll come back next week and join us for part three of Living Unashamed. See you again.